What what time are we at? Why are you asking Hour that minute? on a hot mic? Oh, you want me to like tap my wrist? Just cut this out, would you? Welcome to Shooting the Breeze Podcast, episode 21. That's Bank Diuno, para los que no se escuchan en México y para el sur. Bravo. Nice work. This is, this is going to be a, a somber, uh, somber podcast, boys. No one hate. This is the last podcast we're all going to be doing together in the presence of one another. Most likely. This probably won't ever happen again. Brain, Brain likes to pretend that when he moves up to Utah, Give he ain't going to get married we'll and back. stay up there. He ain't ever We'll be back, back in the booth, okay? <laughs> back in the bachelor pad. <laughs> Just like Bob <laughs> takes breaks from the booth, we take breaks from the booth. Sometimes it's for months and months at a time. If we continue this trend, maybe our next break yeah, when will be was for our a last couple podcast years. And who did it with us? Uh, we're talking about gun control. You oh, that, that one? Yeah, that was... Oh... So, anyways, yeah, Brayden's moving up to uh, Utah. And, what are you uh, going for? Going to uh, study business marketing at Utah State University. You excited for the cold, or are you kind of nervous? You got those overalls ready? You I got the couple, overalls ready. You're going to um, need a couple more pairs. <laughs> some, I got some, some good jackets. Uh, I'm going to need some new shoes, probably some warmer socks. Uh, did he show you his jacket he can fold up and put in a bag? No. He's he's really proud of that. That's pretty slick. Yeah. Oh, I had. Is there a jacket that you cannot fold up and put in? A bag? Oh no, it's like it it fits into a little bag like this big. Oh, is it like a like a puffer? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's like an ultralight cool. type. Of yeah, deal. yeah, yeah. Cool. I was gonna tell you boys, this guy. I worked at a rental car company, and this Enterprise guy, Enterprise Alamo National, and um, this guy drops off his vehicle. I'm at the airport, so they fly out immediately. So he walks across the street. He goes to get in line for security to check his bags and stuff. Comes running back. He's like, guys, I left my jacket in there. He's like, and this just isn't any jacket. It's a $600 jacket, and it has two inside the jacket. It's got these two places to conceal carry your firearm. It's a really nice leather jacket. And I was like, man, I think I took a photo for you guys. No, 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 I didn't. But I was like, man, I got to tell my boys about that because, like, they love guns. They love concealed carry. But you didn't? I forgot about it until now. So <laughs> that's probably why we're having this podcast now, so I can share nice. my story. <laughs> it's he, cool, though. So it's he, cool. You can get the word out. Did yep. he get his jacket back? He got his jacket back. It took us a bit, and then we found it. And he was so he's so proud of it. He like made my coworker try it on. He's like, oh, you gotta try this on. Did he make his flight? Exactly. He was like trying to show <laughs> off his jacket, but we're like, dude, we need to drive you across the street to get your butt on that plane. Anyways, they ended up working out. He drove so. him across the street to get to his flight? Well, yeah, every once in a while we do that. It ain't like they got a, That's what a we're shortage about. of cars or nothing. Nice work. Yep. All right, so I think uh, we're just going to share a bunch of stories. We're just going to shoot the breeze. Yeah, we're going to shoot. Whoa. Whoa. <sighs> um, Would you look at that? <laughs> Would you just look at it? How the turntables have turned. <laughs> <laughs> How we have come full circle. Um, you know, we we have parted ways before. We, you know, we all went. We're going on our missions and stuff like that. And we all kind of knew we'd be back about the same time period. Here's the thing, Brandon. We don't know when you're going to come back. 
I'll tell you right now when I'm coming back. I'm coming back in February. Really? For what? Ben's getting hitched. Oh, hey. Oh, true. I thought you were getting your wisdom teeth out. Wait, oh, yeah, ben, that, Ben's I'm, getting hitched here? Yeah, Ben's getting hitched here. And I'm trying to schedule my wisdom teeth to get them out the same week so I can just be out of commission for the whole thing. <laughs> You're telling me you don't want to remember your brother's wedding? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he wants to be the drunk guy that doesn't have to get drunk at the wedding. <laughs> Also, it'd just be really convenient because I mean we got be, well, that we is, got a got a good dentist down here, good uh, oral surgeon. So oh yeah, I know oh, that. Shout guy. out to Mike. Well, Mike's not an oral surgeon. But oh yeah. my bad, my bad. But he's I mean that's yeah. Hmm. Drew Family Dentistry, Mike Smith, DDS. Great place to get your teeth cleaned and cavities filled. Also, we got to mention the reason we haven't had a lot of podcasts recently. Taylor's been a. Uh, Doing basic training in Texas. He's on to his tech school now. So thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. Yes, sir. Thank you for your uh, support. Thank you for paying taxes. <laughs> I appreciate it. Did you guys see uh, Tim Kennedy's Merry Christmas, Thank You to the Troops video? I did not. It was a little heart-wrenching. It was good. Heart-wrenching or like heart-strings? Well, like I, I can't remember names. Heart-wrenching is like... Sad. It like, was sad because like one of depressing. his buddies that he deployed with originally was recently killed, and he talks about that. Huh? That sucks. I'll, I'll send you guys a link. We'll put a link in the description afterwards. Tim Kennedy, American hero. Huh. Also, MMA fighter. Doing good things. So you're reading that book about the guy, Kyle Carpenter? Yeah. So what? What's his story? He he like covered oh. up a grenade. You're reading that book. Grenade. It's right there. It's right there on the bookshelf. Can I borrow it? So he's like the Captain America that actually did it. There's actually quite a few people who have done that. There's quite a few, but he survived. Yeah, I know. His body is like... I I haven't read the book. Taylor probably know more about it, but I listened to the Jocko podcast. You actually know more about it than I have. I haven't read the book. So it blew up? Yeah. Well, so Jocko's actually had... uh, Recently, he had a whole team of Marines on... The team that was saved by a guy who jumped on a grenade. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a heart wrencher podcast. Let me see if I can find that one, so I can get the names right. Actually, I'm not even going to worry about it. But, um, but yeah, they go. They talk about the story of how you know a grenade gets thrown into a room, and then this guy jumps on it, saves them all. Um, actually, this guy takes his helmet off, throws his helmet on the grenade, and then jumps on the grenade to like extra oh, that's smart. protection. And so they didn't know what had happened because, I mean, obviously... Where, no. Wait, wait, wait. Where was it when that grenade went off? Were they inside a building? Which which one? Kyle Carpenter? The one you're talking about right now. He yeah, put his they helmet were, on. I think they were inside a building, yeah. Okay. Um, and so they didn't really know what happened because obviously it happened really quick and whatnot. But then later, somebody was... I think after the dock, uh, they kind of, ha- you know, t- taken a look at him and gotten some some more details or whatever. And they were talking to some of the other team guys and the doc says like, there's, you know, a, an unusual amount of shrapnel, like in his, like this Body is weird. Cavity. It should have done a lot more damage type of stuff. And, uh, they get to thinking and t- or talking and this guy's like, wait, what? Cause I guess a couple nights before that he had mentioned that he thought you could stop a grenade by throwing your helmet on it and, and jumping on it to save your buddies or whatever. And so this guy that was with him in that room then is like blown away because right when the doc said whatever he said, he knew exactly what happened. 
and he said he knew that like that's exactly what this guy did and i'm it's irritating me but i can't remember his name so i'm gonna find it because i should remember it but and then Kyle carpenter did the same thing but Kyle carpenter survived and i think one of the reasons Kyle carpenter survived did he throw his helmet on it he did, i don't know if he threw his helmet on it but was it his body armor though yeah he had body armor on but he was on a he was upstairs and so one of the reasons I think he survived, which it's already a miracle enough, but a lot of the blasts went down through the roof instead of all just going up. So it kind of dispersed oh, a little bit. Yeah, it went down towards the first Don't floor. Don't quote me on that, but. <clears throat> Act of Valor right there. That's Seriously. crazy. Have you seen that movie? Uh-uh. Mm. Is that a movie, Act of Valor? Yeah, it's about Navy SEALs. Not too great acting, but that movie. Good principle. They, got, they actually took all Navy SEALs for the actors in the movie, and they did all like the real acting and tactics and stuff but huh. in the movie actually some guy jumps on a grenade so jason dunham is the name of the guy that threw his helmet on a grenade and jumped on it to was save he a buttons. marine also he uh, i'm pretty sure he was a marine yeah marine. those marines are crazy marines. Marines. marines corporal um so yeah tribute to jason dunham thank you for your sacrifice so taylor what are your goals with your in tech score right now what are your goals in progression with uh the guard, the National Guard. The I say it right, yeah. Yeah. While he thinks about that, just a quick shout out to the Jackal Podcast. Anybody that wants more details on these events, mm. um, Jackal. Jackal hey, Podcast number two hundred three. One man can make a difference. Is the one with Jason Dunham. They, they have a, the team of his guys that were, you know, on his team whose lives he saved. And then Jackal Podcast episode two hundred seven. Live a life worth fighting for. Kyle Carpenter also has a book, so Taylor, take it. Yo, any of the, I freaking love Jocko podcast. I probably say that every single podcast, but Jocko, he, he, all his podcasts are, he'll like interview people who have done some pretty crazy and amazing things, or he'll read their books, or I don't know, just like some crazy Well, he stuff. reads like a lot of his podcasts, he yeah. reads. He reads like crazy. He yeah, goes through the books so quickly. Well, he, he'll read you snippets, and he's, he'll say, I mean, I can't do this book justice. you got to go buy it. Yeah. So, but yeah. I like Jocko Podcasts because it's just given me, like, a perspective that otherwise I definitely would not have had not serving in the uh, the armed forces. And obviously it's nothing compared to the perspective that those who actually serve have, but uh, definitely a, an increased appreciation for the sacrifices of others. For sure. Yeah, they uh... – he talks about, you know, you you just live a life worth worthy of their sacrifice. Yeah. I really like that. You just in some of his other podcasts he talks about some things that are pretty gruesome and pretty depressing, just like some massacres like um um the one that happened in China from the Japanese and then in Vietnam. And you just think about it like all the terrible things that happen around the world and how fortunate we are here in America to to not have to experience that on a on a daily basis and just the sacrifices that are made by people who are willing to put boot to to bottom, you know. Yeah. It's definitely changed many of my perspectives. But yeah, just makes you want to live a, a good life. Be great. Sir. Anyways, 
If you don't listen to Jocko Podcast, listen to Jocko Podcast. If you don't listen to Shooting the Breeze, listen to Shooting the Breeze. Dude, listen to Jocko Podcast. If you, if you were, were going to listen podcast. to something, listen to Jocko you, before you, you listen to Shooting the Breeze. <laughs> what about Bob Menery, though? Yeah, listen to Jocko before you listen to Bob Menery. Jocko, honestly, Jocko, I think just the principles that are taught in his podcast make the world a better place. Just... Uh, just a lot of interpersonal, human behavioral accountability, accountability, responsibility, discipline, freedom. Yeah, no correlation there. Oh, there's a huge correlation. Discipline equals freedom. So we're gonna hear where these uh, or progressing with this military life, Taylor, and that mustache. Mustache looks great. I got a huge mouth brow on my upper lip right now. Definitely out of regs. Not within military regulations. <laughs> but, but no one said uh, anything. Hey, I'm on leave. Um, that. Yeah, so I went through basic training, Air Force basic training. Graduated uh, top what percent of your class? Uh, doesn't matter. One percent? No, 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 no. Don't give me that much credit. Two? Three? It was, it was a good, it it was was a good it amount. Was, I'm here all day. Is, Four, I did my job. <laughs> Five, I did my job. So here, here's it's actually the crazy thing. So in basic training, it's actually not that hard. Like in Air Force basic training, you just got to do what you're supposed to do, what you're told to do. Don't take all the yelling personally. Get rid of your ego. Um, and a lot of people had a hard time doing it. And we had a really good dorm chief. Basically, who is just uh, a trainee like everybody else, but he's put in a leadership position of, um, um, and helps the 50 others in our flight. Um, and something he'd always say is like, hey, we are here getting paid to go through this. Like, stop complaining. Stop complaining that's hard. Stop whining that you have to do this or that. Or Like, you're getting paid to be here. And... If you think about it even further than that, you know who's paying you to be here? Tax Your family payers. are paying taxes for you to be here. You're learning skills and habits and traits that will benefit you the whole rest of your life. And you're not going to give it 100%. Like, why would you even, why'd you even join kind of thing? Um, Perspective. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. Sometimes... And this was hard for me because growing up, I've always wanted to be in the military since I was a, a younger kid, probably since I was like five. I think most people, you know, when you're growing up, people want to be like a, a policeman or a firefighter or a soldier or whatever. And and after a while, that kind of fades away for some people. But I don't know, for me, that never really happened. And um, you look, I remember actually sitting in fifth grade. You remember the portables out in the... Uh, Patterson Elementary School, sitting in the yes, in those port. Sir. We were the one closest to the building, sitting in Mrs. Bauer's class. Miss Bauer. Yeah, I actually had her two times. Second, second grade, grade and, and fifth grade, grade dude. Yep. yep. Wow. I had her second grade half the. So I guess we were in the same class in second grade. Not true. Huh. Yeah, she had crazy coffee breath. Me and Hunter <laughs> were in the same fifth grade class. Yeah, Miss Hawkins. Miss Hawkins. Anyway, so I'm sitting. I'm sitting in this also portable coffee breath. <laughs> <laughs> Does she work at Home Depot? I don't know. I'm pretty sure I saw her walking into Home Depot the other day. <laughs> anyway, 
Well, you don't have to work there to walk into it. No, she was wearing a vest. Oh, okay. <laughs> An apron. Maybe she was a crossing guard at Maybe school. she was going to the kids' uh, kids' workshop. Saturday okay. morning, yeah. She was yeah. a greeter. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so we're sitting in the in the portable, and I had uh, Noah Young sitting right across from me. And uh, this girl, remember Kira? Temple? Yep. She walks in, and she's like, there's like some soldier wandering around like out on the playground and me and noah just look at each other like what a real life soldier and we ran out there like where we didn't see him but that was kind of like the image i had in my mind as a kid is like soldiers are the real deal like anybody who serves in the military is like they're they're pretty dang cool Mm. and um You forget that they're normal people. Mm. You're they're normal people. They have normal lives. They, I mean, they did answer the call to serve. They're making the sacrifice. They're going above and beyond what other people are doing. Uh, you know, less than one percent of the population serves in the military. But um, you come to realize, you know, it's. I don't know, it's just, I'm not going to say it's a letdown or a disappointment, but it's definitely, if anything, it it makes you realize that anybody can do, can do hard things. I don't know, they can join the military, they can make those sacrifices, they can, I don't know, just overcome those obstacles. I mean, we can all relate to like missionary as well, like. You think you hear about a missionary? What a missionary is? Like, oh man, yeah, that dude's perfect. That dude's going. He's doing great things. And you become a missionary, you're like there's a bunch of young freaking exactly. kids. Exactly, exactly. You're like blown it. away. But then, like, you just develop, and it's a cool experience. You learn a lot of things. But um, you put your mind and your heart to it, and you can do it. You can have a really awesome experience and learn and grow. It's true. That that yeah, that's pretty much it. And yeah, because I mean, who? I'm sure you guys had some like mis- favorite missionaries. Those guys were like your heroes. Yeah, growing up. Yeah, passed through your ward, and, and then you get to be that missionary, and it's like, whoa, you know, I don't know if I'm ready for this. Yeah, but and it's weird. It's it's a whole different perspective, being like before your mission, and then being a missionary, and then now, you know, you, it's definitely, yeah, true, a life changer. Yeah, for sure, miracle arranger. I'm not gonna lie. I've missed having Taylor's laugh around here. It's always that, pfft, and then like the little <laughs> giggle, and then it's like a really loud laugh. Like it's great. Yeah, that, that's pretty much it. <laughs> but um, it's been quiet in the bachelor. It's time. like a band of laughs, dude. Yeah. Everybody's got their own laugh. Oh, we're, we're at church the today. Like, Brayden, were you calling out? Or no, it was some other noise. But Hunter had laughed at the same time, and Brain's like. Don't ever make that noise again. And I was like, Brandon, he's just laughing. Like, no, 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 that no, was no, when no. that was when Jacob was walking away. I was like, hmm. hmm. Oh, <laughs> Dixon made a a question yeah, yeah. a questionable <laughs> noise. Uh, that was pretty good. Yeah, mind you, I uh, Taylor and I share a room, and it's been lonely. It's been a good weekend, though. We've had a lot of fun. It's been a good time. Yeah. Hey, I live down the street, dog. If you need a buddy, <laughs> I live down near the street, closer. That's I'll true. sell my bed. Oh crap! Or you're, his mo- bed. you're gone tomorrow. 
And just a phone call away. <laughs> I, will, I will admit, because uh, in basic training, I didn't have my phone for the two, eight and a half weeks that I was there. And then now in, in my tech training, I didn't have my phone whenever I'm done working. It's nice to always give your boys a phone call and see what's happening. But Self again. All right, Not Hunter, working. while we've got Taylor here, what's your favorite Taylor story? Whoa, favorite. whoa, 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 whoa. This isn't Taylor time. This is brain time. Yeah, what you talking about, player? Why we got brain here? What's your favorite brain story? I'll tell you one. One time when we were camping. Oh, we're going straight into it. We going, we talking about the hunting trip last year? No. no. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no. Some but this li- did happen. Some limits this, to this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, for know. sure. I'm no. kidding. It did I'm happen kidding. at the same trip, but it's not what we're all thinking. Okay, um, okay. I think there's only one other person who knows what we're talking about. But anyways, Brain always, when he pees out in the woods, it's always off of his rig, <laughs> off of his forerunner, either off the front bumper or he'll just open a door and crawl out the side and post up out there and let it fly, dude. Post up. Well, when I'm sleeping in there. It's all nice and warm. I don't want to have to get shoes on and go get all cold again. And true, true, true. Just open a window, stand up. Open a window? You just open the window? I've done that before. Oh, really? Dang. Ah, that's impressive. Open the window, throw the upper body through it, <laughs> throw the arm up on the yeah. on the roof rack. You grab the crossbar on the roof <laughs> Oh, I'm thinking, no, never mind. <laughs> I don't want to know what you're <laughs> yeah. thinking, honey. <laughs> oh, gosh. So, wait, what happened? That was it. I that just, was it, dude. What oh, are you talking about? What just happened? that he peed out of his car? Oh, yeah, it's just something that he does. True. Okay, so that's not really a story. It's just like things about Braden that's, that. That's fun fact. Yeah, 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 it's a fun fact. Okay, okay. Oh, no, you got a story? Oh, oh no, I've shared this story before on the podcast we did. Uh, first much you slept outside in my backyard and whacked your head on the concrete. Ooh. Didn't sleep outside? That was just a... No, you didn't sleep. You slipped. Oh, slipped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. At yeah. pool party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> At a YSA pool party? No, it was a Dude. Cub Scout pool party, Dingle Bell. Oh, when you were young. <laughs> yeah. Ouch, bro. He was running. Oh, like, yeah. Like, not got, supposed to run in the pool area, out of the pool and right, right as I was going through the gate, like, feet just slipped right out from under me. Don't you know all the signs they put up at public pools? <laughs> There's no Do not run around the pool. Signs in the Cedarstrom <laughs> pool. Didn't even sue Does us. Does there need to be a sign? Nope. Please. Oh, this is in hey, the backyard. I yep. was just some Georgia boy. Didn't have no pools in Georgia. I barely knew how to dodge. We got paddle. cricks and rivers. Yeah, <laughs> we got alligator lakes. Uh, I didn't know how to swim. Okay, my swimming experience was doggy paddling. All right, that's funny. We had a neighborhood pool, but that was about it. Another time, we went to the lake, and Brain was on the tube. Got knocked off the tube. Blacked out for a couple couple seconds. Every time I've blacked out in my life, it's been with Taylor. True story. Wow. <laughs> did you wait? Did that happen with a potato cannon too? Yep. Mm. You got blacked out with the potato <laughs> cannon. Yeah. So we were down the road at the park here, had the potato cannon. We all took our shirts off and we launched a potato up in there and then run around with our shirts spread between our arms and we try and catch the potatoes. And I, I misjudged a potato <laughs> and it was coming down. I mean, we're probably what 150 feet in the air. Oh, they, they was, it was a good launch. They were launched. Yeah. They hit you in the head. <laughs> hit me in the head. <laughs> <laughs> That's a potato, dude. That's like a potato meteor. Did Mind you. Did you get a concussion? 
No, I just blacked out for <laughs> four or five seconds, and then he was on the ground. I just woke up on the ground. I was like, I don't remember falling. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. Mind you, when I was young, because I'm, I'm not from here, it's like I'd always Taylor and I would call every once in a while. We'd tell each other stories, or I keep coming to ski and we just talk stories the whole time. And he told me that. Well, he didn't tell me about you blacking out, but I think he told me he was trying to catch one once and went straight through your shirt and it burned your skin, right? I don't know. It did something that hurt, though. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Remember like, a nice skid mark? Yeah. It just went straight through the neck hole and just like grazed the whole stomach. And no, it didn't even burn. My you. shirt was off because I was trying to catch the potato in my shirt. So maybe that oh. was it. Just like, yep. Missed it again. We, usually we launch the potatoes just straight up into the air. But occasionally, we, you know, we'd put it on the shoulder and like go bazooka, bazooka style. style. One time, didn't we? <laughs> we we didn't hit it on the freeway. Oh, it was almost. It was it, a it foot like, shy from the top was, of the yeah, wall. Like six inches of the top of the wall from just flying over the wall and going onto the freeway. So Dude, people good. go to jail for that. They kill someone and your life is over. I don't know. That would kill you. It'd splatter you on your windshield, dude. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. If Break you're lucky. It. Mess your windows down. <laughs> Talk about a direct hit. It's right in the window. Talk about unlucky. Or like imagine? the freaking moon roof. Or just out of nowhere, a potato Boom. just smacks it right in the face. <laughs> well, then we Where'd used this to, come from? We I had that water balloon catapult. We'd sit in my back. Oh, yeah. Oh, those things are <laughs> great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> the, the joys of living right next to US. Have, have you ever taken those things? Uh, never mind. So we we went to the lake, and uh, one time, instead of launching water balloons, we ran out of water balloons, and we were crawdad fishing. So we took crawdads, and we were trying to shoot them on the boats in the lake. (laughs) Greatest thing ever. Did you make them? I don't know if we ever did make them or not, but I mean, his kids, uh, that that was enough fun. So, yeah, it was good. Mm. Remember when we caught all those crawdads? Made a a crawdad. And they were absolutely disgusting. Yeah, it was gross. Spent purge them. What? Season them. Oh, yeah. I love crawdads. Crawdads are good. I mean, me too, good. but we... The, we, just we didn't like, know how to come. We were like, hey, we'll just boil them and eat them. Yeah, well, first, I mean... <laughs> Did you know how to clean them? Gosh. We didn't, we didn't purge them. We didn't do nothing. You didn't clean them? You no. just boiled them and ate them? Yep. Bruh. No seasoning? That's nothing. Nasty. You didn't take out the poop plants? Oh, it's just like a prawn. No. You didn't take out the poop plants. We were like 12, all right? Wow. You guys probably got like some. We were up on some lake. We had one Put of those some hair on your chest, dude. Or <laughs> <Some laughs> on that upper lip. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I got it. We had one of those huge things of pretzels, and we ate all the pretzels. So it was probably like you know two or three gallon container. We filled it up with crawdads. Yep. But, the, but here's the thing with crawdads: you cook them alive. All right. They were all dead by the time we cooked them. Oh, yep. So yeah, huh. yikes! But it looks like you didn't eat enough of them. Oh, I've eaten plenty of crawdads in my hair. Right? <laughs> where's your upper lip? Yeah, where's your hairy upper lip, buddy? <laughs> I shaved it today. Oh, okay. Nice. Good I, man. Good I, have, man. I have a good fish story. My cousin and I, I, I'm sure I've shared this to you guys. It's my favorite story. Well, somehow we're at Lake Powell, and um, there's always good memories at Lake Powell. I'm sure you guys can all attest. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. nice houseboat. Oh, Hunter's never been. Oh, sad. <laughs> Get yourself a wife and do it, man. That's, that's some dope <laughs> stuff. Yo, yo, yo. Right Remember there? when you go up to Lake Powell and, and oh, yeah. hit that slot canyon? Are we doing that tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> Three days left. Re- brain can meet. Remember when we repelled that slot canyon? Yeah. And yeah. We, yeah, we had climb out and, and we got stuck. And yeah, big crisis. Is, it gonna be cold is that when Emmett 
Are you not Everett? No, not Everett. What's your brother's name? Trace. Trace. That's <laughs> when he was crying. Oh yeah. Oh, you told that story, Yo, dude. Yeah, dude. That's and the crazy. Sa- the sa- or the tongan, he ch- he was, was the anchor. Yeah. He was the anchor <laughs> for everyone coming what up. A guy just that like plants funny. himself like in the throw dirt. This rope up there to you know for people <laughs> climbing out so they can be harnessed in. Yeah, that hold on, bag up. So we were gonna we we're just rappelling off the top of the slot canyon in and then climbing out, but we're like, hey, let's go down and and check it out a little bit more. And we had gone from the top and found a way to climb out. And I had a rope, so I tied it up. And I was like, oh, yeah, we'll just climb it hand over hand. Threw the rope over down into the canyon for our way out to climb out. The rope didn't hit. Oh, did it, did it? Did it reach the bottom? It did. It reached the bottom. It was just. I think we, some of the people we were some with. Some of the people weren't quite as able to pull them, pull their own weight. Yeah, and so. Because it was we like a down. rocket. You could grab on the right. rocks. You had to grab the rope, and so they didn't have like finger strength to quite yep. grasp the it's rope. It's all the Lake Powell rock type, like red rock kind of stuff. Yep. And um, so we climb into the canyon, and there's some drop-offs that once you got down into it, like you could, you could push your hands and arms against the walls of the, of the canyon and then shimmy down. Spider-Man. But it was hard for you to climb back up. Yep. And so everybody is following us down, and there's what, like 12 of us? There's quite a few of us, yeah. And we had all this climbing gear and the rappelling gear and stuff. And um, we get to the bottom, and we're like, oh, crap. Like, not everybody's going to be able to get out. And so the hand-over-hand part the from the rope that I had thrown down was like a 30-foot climb up this cliff. So well, if you, you could walk up and down that part. It was a little steep. We had to climb up at first. Well, yeah, so at the very bottom, there was that round rock where we threw that, tied off that rope and threw it over because we knew from the bottom we weren't going to be able to get up onto that ledge. So that's why we threw that rope. But then from there, you could walk the rest of the, you know, 60, 70 feet up. It was just pretty steep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you could slip pretty easily. But anyways, people were almost slipping and falling and people were crying. and Whoa. There was a couple people that had made it to the top, but then somebody was walking up. Riley Smith was walking <laughs> up and slipped. And so I love Riley. By there's the way. like this ledge. So there's the ledge. We threw the rope over to the bottom of the canyon, and so there's kind of that ledge there. But then everything's steep, and if you go over that ledge, there's like not sharp rocks, but there's a bunch of rocks, and it's a big drop, and so that would probably hurt you pretty bad. And so Riley's climbing up. He's on the ledge where we had the rope. He's up there, and he's climbing up to the very top, and he slips, and he starts sliding down. Luckily, Riley's got enough brains and just dug his heels in and stopped himself probably a foot short of the ledge. But uh, oh my gosh. at that point, the supervising adults... Riley's dad. Riley's dad said, all right, nobody's, cli- well, nobody's walking the rest of the way up. We need to get harnessed in, and- harnessed in and everything. And so we got everybody up onto this ledge. Trace, my little brother, is bawling his eyes out because Riley just almost died in his eyes. And he's like, <laughs> he's just like completely, he's completely <laughs> Poor Trace. incapacitated. He's yeah. just sitting there bawling his eyes out, can barely breathe. And mm. Brain and I are like, hey, this is, this is a good time. This is like the time of our life. Like we get to like climb and like do dangerous stuff and like. 
because well, we neither of us were scouts anymore. Parkour, we, parkour. We were on that <laughs> trip as merit badge counselors. <laughs> oh, this is right before the mission. Then this is right before oh, yeah. the mission. I did not counsel any merit badges. Hey, I taught wilderness <laughs> survival. Did we? I don't know. I did. I don't know about you, but I, I just taught. remember I saw a snake. <laughs> See episode what two, three, four? Maybe one of them. Yeah, but. So anyway, we get this rope up top. We throw this rope to the guys that are up top and say, hey, find something to anchor this onto. And so then they they get it, air quotes, anchored. <laughs> and everybody starts harnessing in to get up to the top. We get every, I'm the last one up, <clears throat> and I get up there. And the anchor is just a big loop tied in the, the rope with a bunch of guys standing in it. <laughs> yeah. And so the original anchor was Asaki, this... Polynesian what fella. Was he like what two twenty? He probably time? weighed. I don't know. He's a bigger guy. He's a Polynesian, but he uh, he just wrapped it around him, and then every, as soon as everybody got to the top, they got in the loop to add to the anchor. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Everybody made it out unscathed. Riley almost died though. Yep. <laughs> Riley does a lot of things to put himself in harm's danger. Riley would have been fine. He was. Yeah, it's true. He's. I mean, he's. He, he wasn't going to fall off the cliff. He's almost died a couple of times, but we'll just say he's never died. I was anticipating someone slipping, <clears throat> so I was kind of ready to. Oh to, yeah, to I, in, I remember you running back and forth to intervene. Well, I was just standing there and I was watching people walk up, and I saw Riley slip, and I just booked it after yeah. him, like ready to tackle him. <laughs> but he stopped, like I was right there, and then he he stopped himself. It was huh. close, but yeah, yeah Riley before he he just left on his mission to uh, Peru. And um, right before he left, we went rock climbing together, and he caught a live rattlesnake. And that was just the craziest thing to me. Like, what are you doing, man? But yeah, he caught it, killed it, ripped off the tail, and it's up on the it's up on, on the, the wall, wall right there. Yeah. <laughs> Check that out, the bookshelf. Wait, would you look at that? Hanging down. I got a pin on it. Oh. Yeah. Good times. Nice work. Good times. Hey, what was that fish story you were going to tell us about, huh? Oh, yeah. So um, I'll just make it quick. So basically, we I, I don't know how, but we found this fence post with a rebar. Is that right? Rebar? Is that what they use for like house frames and stuff? Oh, a T-frame. A T-post. Not a T-post. Yeah. Rebar's like concrete. Yeah, but they put the metal bar through the concrete. They yeah. S- they set the rebar, then they pour it. Yeah, yeah. So it was rebar through this wooden post. It was like a fence no longer than five feet, probably. Then we also had a like flathead shovel that was on the houseboat, and so we swam across shore. You, sh- you we swam? swam. <laughs> we swam across your shore. I swear that sounded wrong. I was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> no, we swam across shore, and um, it was carp season. They were spawning. They were laying their eggs all along the shore, just pods of them. There'd be like a pod of like fifteen to thirty, and we'd just run in there. And we, whoever had the shovel, would cut them in half. Whoever had the club, just smash them. Oh my god! And so you'd go into this pod of fifteen and just bang, 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 and try to wake as many as you could in that little pod. Throw them up on the shore. Walk another ten feet to the next pod. I guarantee you we put up <laughs> easily forty, easily forty fish up on the shore. That Dang. day, just walked for fifty, hundred odd feet, just. Along the whole shoreline. That was cool. We that had was a, the coolest a thing. summer at Lake Powell. We were just fishing off the houseboat and just caught buckets on buckets on buckets on buckets <laughs> of carp. Carp are just nasty fish. They're, they're just eat anything, ev- man. They're everywhere. Do they there. do spear fishing tournaments up at uh, 
Uh, is it Lake Mead? Is that the one in Nevada? Tahoe? No. Uh, anyways, they do spearfish fishing tournaments where it's for carp, uh-huh. and they just take them and throw them in a the dumpster because there's so yeah. many that it's, it's well, a they're gross invasive. fish. Yeah. Is it gross fish? They're um, it's like the rat of the freaking the store. Yeah, they make your water dirty too. Like Utah Lake used to be real pretty. Now it's just muddy. Well, you can't see. They're through. invasive. Yep. We'd get five gallon buckets full and just go bury them on the uh, on the beach. Mm. We probably filled like 10 five-gallon buckets in a week. Dang. Smokes, dude. That's a bunch of fish. We we just had a a whole bunch of bottle rigs out there. We just sit in chairs on top of the (laughs) houseboat, and then as soon as you see a bottle rig go, you dive in after it and go get it. (laughs) (laughs) You ever go fishing in Thatcher? Nuts? I've been crowded fishing a lot. True. Yeah. What's the... the, I actually... We went fishing. fishing (laughs) We went fishing at Clough that one time. Fishing. I've been fishing with with Spencer a couple times too. Um, Just crawdads, Dude, but funny. mostly crawdad. Yep. That's funny. That girl you took when we went fishing there, she was the only one that caught the fish, and it was a little tiny. Now she goes to the she board caught fish. like three, didn't she? She caught like a couple tiny ones. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Now, she, dude, she's reeling them in all the time with that boyfriend of hers. <laughs> is this is this the girl? That was funny with the cherry stem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no way. The I cherry told stem it. Story. Okay, give us the cherry stem story. Bro. I'm not telling the cherry stem. I story. you ain't telling it. There's three of us that are gonna tell it. and We're gonna butcher it. No, and we're gonna make it sound gonna, a lot we'll worse. All right, so later. here's how the cherry stem story. Oh Thank my you. gosh, we are uh, shut off his mic so we can't interfere. You gotta tell. You gotta tell the whole story then. Just tell us. Yeah, we're gonna, it's going to be spilt no matter what. Just so make it quick. Let's hear from you. You haven't even spoken uh, that much. We want to hear. Gosh, dang it. So, Mutual. we... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, you add your tidbit about that then, Taylor, and I'll jump in. Yeah, how did how did Mutual start for the boys? <laughs> we're going to start all mutual? the way back there. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you exactly how Mutual started. Uh, <laughs> I'm replacing the CV axles on my vehicle and dixon is helping me and taylor is air quotes helping <laughs> taylor, taylor finds himself a camp chair sets it up and while me and dixon are it was out a there five gallon bucket oh sorry it was a five gallon bucket come on now and while me and taylor or me and dixon are working away taylor's just sitting there on his phone the whole time we don't know what he's doing and then <laughs> later that night we're hanging out and playing some call of duty at the house taylor was house sitting at and i don't know if that's no, it's on the bucket is when he got it. Yeah, he got it on the bucket. Yeah, yeah, that's what like, he was that's what he was doing the whole time we right. were working. Yep. He's like, Hey guys, I got mutual. <laughs> and then that is a crack of I didn't know that. Yep. Oh yeah, that's that's when Taylor jumped <laughs> on it. And then I don't know if you told us then or later, but he either told us then or, or when we were at that house playing some video games and then that's when i made an account for hunter and he's, <laughs> he's been hooked ever since oh yeah hey dude. i deleted it when you did all right so anyways match with this girl <laughs> down in thatcher i was like hey my buddy goes down thatcher i've been thinking about going down and helping him ranch a little bit down thatcher so we go down there did some work and we're like hey we're down here let's uh kind of take you out she said, sure. And she got a, she's got a girlfriend for my buddy Hunter over here. We go fishing. Hunter's girl catches all the fish. I didn't even catch any fish. No eh, nibbles, no bites, just, nothing. They were just minnows, but yeah, yeah, she was the only one catching like stuff. Like a tiny little sunfish. Yeah. And on the way back, we stop at Sonic. 
Because that's like the only other cool place in Thatcher. It's the only place. Yeah. <laughs> that's the only place open after 10 p.m. Sure. <laughs> what about Denny's? And Denny's. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're in Denny's. That's about it. And so. And the bars, of course. We go to the Sonic. I think this girl, Hunter's Date, gets a, a milkshake and has a cherry in it. No. Now, mine had the. Mine had the. Uh, the cherry. No, you're right. She did get a milkshake. And she did have a cherry in it. You're right. Never mind. Continue. So, pulls out the cherry and I said, hey, you know what you can do with those cherries and those cherry stems? And I was like, by the way, my record is 17 seconds. See if he can beat it. The girl pops the cherry stem in her mouth six seconds flat. That is no joke, ladies and gentlemen. Ties a knot in the cherry stem, no hands, just her tongue. Six seconds flat. And Hunter proceeded to make no moves. <laughs> it was a double date. It was your truck. Oh my God. Hey, what do you say we drop these kiddos hey, off yeah, and go put those Taylor skills to you work? You dog, you dog. Oh, that's funny. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, but. Give in. That's okay, because she wasn't. She wasn't. She wasn't even on board, anyways. Like she didn't even. She was just showing off. She just showing off. Yeah, she's just showing off. Yep, yep. Flexing. Yep, she's engaged now. She's engaged to somebody else. Sad day. You still follow her? No. Why? Me too. I am very. Dude, I purge my Instagram, dude. Dude, I purge that Instagram like every three months. Do I care about this person? Not really. Unfollow. Yeah. It's not that I don't care about you as a person, but I'm not interested to see your your story about you. Yeah, um, what Disney you character you are? Stories, <laughs> yeah. You seen those? Yeah, those are those are. That's funny. annoying. Or the Pokemon, or the freaking uh, animal. I don't care. Yep. Can we go over every bet that Dixon has lost to me? Dude, I just beat him at dinner this evening, dude. He owes me me a blizzard at DQ. When we were talking about stories and Brayden and stuff, I was going to say, I don't really have any stories about Brayden, but I lose every dang bet to Brayden, and I'm persistent, and I'm going to kick his butt someday, but that's why (laughs) I keep going. Rodden's dad. He's got a game (laughs) problem. (laughs) Frank! Every time I make a bet. I'm going to save you. I'm going to raise money to get your heart. And then I'm going to kick your. (laughs) (laughs) And then, yes, I did lose a bet to Taylor today. You know it's a hormone disorder. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Yeah. There have been some good dinners. I I tried to bet him a dinner, too, this evening. But he wouldn't. We're betting if my cousin was engaged. And I was like, dude, my cousin's not engaged. I just saw him over Christmas. Like. Three days ago, he's like, "No, I pre- I'm pretty sure he's engaged." I was like, "We can bet a dinner." And then yeah. I said, "No, no, I lost a lot of money yesterday to Braden's dinner. <laughs> I'm about to go do another dinner this week." So we set it on DQ Blizzard. Can't wait for large. it. Large. Yeah, I'll, I'll treat him. And the funny thing about it is that no matter what Taylor bets, he gets a military discount. So like. It's just like normal for him. He's acting like the military discounts, like a buy one get one, or like fifty percent off, <laughs> negative. All right, whole store. It's on me today. Whatever you want. <laughs> I don't know. You're welcome for my service. <laughs> Give me all the ice cream. I was just thinking when, because we went to Texas Roadhouse and he asked for a military discount, and the dude's, like, oh yeah. I was like, that sounds great. 
That sounds great. By the way, it wasn't even on there. Didn't Plus, even get put on, but whatever. I'll be honest. My favorite thing, again, with rail cars, when military come in, they wear their hats like the older guys, you know? Uh, like Korea veteran, yeah, 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 yeah. veteran. Did you guys get your military discount? No? Okay, and then I just like put it on there for them. That's pretty cool. I like doing that. That's a lot of... I got to get me one of them hats. Oh, oh, no, just kidding. No, it was no, a joke. No, it was a joke. No. It was a joke. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. I. Sometimes it's weird... Like where I'm at for training, they people just kind of pick out the military service members. Hey, you're military, right? Yep. All right, put you on the military discount, which is, I mean, it's like it's nice and cool, but honestly, I don't feel like I don't know. I don't feel like it's like I have to be like, hey, give me that military discount, please, because mm. usually it's not. It's not. It's not significant. You're right. You're not buying a car. It also. Not. I don't know. I, Get a military another thing too is house. like people will come up and say, "Hey, thank you for your service," and I'm like, "I ain't done nothing yet. Mm. <laughs> like I'm I'm barely out of training." Yeah, and it, it's and I know they mean well by it, and they're and I don't think I don't what? think it's the fact that you that you've uh, that you haven't done anything yet, but it's the fact that you are giving up basically your life and your time to do that. And You're so willing I think, exactly. To so because I mean it's a commitment. Once you sign those papers, you're you're committed to however much time. So, yeah. What's what's another way to go about it? Like, I heard some other sayings that like are a bit more appropriate, or that mean a bit more. Oh, there's one like this. Say you go up to a military person and you say, "Never forget." I don't know who I heard that from, but that could go either way. Like, like what? I don't know. I feel like somebody could take that wrong. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know. Maybe for somebody who's been through a bit, like who's been on combat deployments and lost some of their buddies. Um, I have not. So, for me, I'm just be like, yeah, man. never forget what. <laughs> never forget to turn off the oven. But I don't know. It's just, <clears throat> I guess something you could say is, hey, um, I don't know, for some people, you know, they're married and they have families and they're in the military and they've gotten deployments and their families don't see them for a while. You you know, hey, I I hope, I don't know, just show them that you appreciate their family sacrifice as well. Mm. Um, I don't know. Either way, it's, I don't know, it's weird. There's a lot of the people that join the military. You have a bunch of different people in the military who join for different reasons. You have them join just the like the educational benefits, like the stability of the job. Um, then you have people who join because they're they're patriotic and they've always wanted to serve their country. Um, and so it's just I don't know. Some people I don't know. I feel like I'm not. I don't know enough to talk about the topic yet. So no worries. I'll tell my story about Braden. Oh yeah, <laughs> get her on. Um, well, first off, if we're talking about just like favorite things or like things we know about Braden, Braden has always helped me with any vehicular uh, functions or uh, any maintenance or anything that I need to do to my vehicle. Braden's been there, and he's always helped me out. So, for that, I appreciate you, Braden. Well. What goes around comes around. Yep, yep. 
I can say the same. So about chicken nuts. <laughs> um, this story, and I think we may have talked about it briefly on another podcast, but um, this is definitely one of my favorite stories. Do you remember when we went on that date just before our missions? Oh yeah, great, great time. Um, like you guys went on a date. Together. <laughs> no, no. It a, okay, it was well, a double date with okay. two young ladies. No, went with two young ladies, and really, Brayden was just looking for a second date. So <laughs> to, someone to tag along. So just, just wanted to make it a double date. Yeah. So I was I was helping him out. Went on this date. And uh, what a guy. Anyways, asked this girl out. Um, <laughs> who, by the way, I found out um, she had a boyfriend. So <laughs> oh, that was funny. I think we've all been on a date with this girl. Yes. Right. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. Yep. This mm. is the one that all three of you been out together with. This is the only one. This I is think. the only one. <laughs> wow. So. Place uh, is just an incest pool. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. Uh, anyways, it's pretty funny. Found out like halfway through the date, Brandon's like, "Oh yeah, she has a boyfriend." So I was like, <laughs> "Oh, dude, yeah, thanks for that." <laughs> way to go! Taking out the like, yeah. talk about a slide. <laughs> so I had no idea. Anyways, so the goal of this date is we were going to go to the temple, and then um, did we get dinner or did we make dinner out there? I don't even remember. I don't remember. Either. I think we got dinner on the way out, um, and then went out there and just had a fire. Um. Anyways, we're I think just... we went to Texas Roadhouse. Oh, I think you're right. Yeah, we did. Huh? We did go to Texas Roadhouse. Do we have call. some annual like membership? Because I think we might be able to benefit from that. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. We go to all this all the time. In there today. We're eating steak after this, right? Oh yeah, it's thawing downstairs. Okay. Oh, that will make yeah. like the fourth serving of steak I've had in the last forty-eight hours. Oh yeah, we've been talking <laughs> nice. about this, dude. We had steak. <laughs> We had steak from the burritos. We had steak from when we went to Texas Roadhouse the first time. Thursday. And then Texas Roadhouse on Saturday. Nice. And then I had steak for breakfast this morning. Same. Same. What a man. And lunch. <laughs> oh, man. And now for a second dinner. Oh, yeah. All right. Sorry. Keep talking about your story. No, that's good. Steak's good. So, anyways, we're having this fire and everything. And it's a. It's we just a, went out to the desert. We're having a little, you know. Powwow. Little bonfire. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways, I I and my date were just kind of there, maybe maybe supervising or uh, however you want to. Uh, Enjoying everyone's company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyways, so we all having a grand old time. Um, I think I ran out of things to talk about, so I was just chilling. Um, anyways. We all get packed up and ready to go, and we're heading out, and Brayden takes a wrong turn, and... Well, we, we'd we gotten down, like, into this off the... It was at Sycamore Creek, yeah, so it's, like, yeah. off the road, and so... Instead of getting back onto that main yeah, dirt so road... there was, like, a little offshoot that would mm-hmm. took us back to the dirt road. I missed it and just went straight instead. Mm. Oh, okay. So, so I, you were I going kinda, straight instead of right onto the yeah. So okay, the, the path, uh, yeah, the path yeah, yeah, that we right. came in on. I missed the. I mean, it's to all, get back it's on all the road. Just a bunch of bushes out there. Yeah. Right? So it's instead hard. of turning right to get right back on the road, you went straight. There was a bunch of sand ahead. In my dad's Honda Civic. Yeah, Honda Civic. <laughs> and uh, 
went uh, went barreling into this uh, we'll just pile of sand. Just drive barreling. I mean, we 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 were going fast. We were we were hot riding a little bit. I'm uh, just picturing like dude's a hazard. I <laughs> <laughs> like, just plow into the sand berm. Yeah. So, anyways, we go and we hit the sand, and we're not going anywhere. He's we you weren't spinning all that bad, but well, um, I mean, anyways, we realized so it's like we were in the stuck. Wash, right? Yeah. The the tires the the, the Civic just didn't have the ponies. <laughs> to spin the tires. Right, right. So I think we tried to dig it out a little bit ourselves. Um, tried to get a little traction, put no, some of the things didn't in there. Much to and dig we just, with or anything. No, we didn't have much anything. So we're just like, dang, well, we're going to have to go to the road. And I think we went, our original plan was just to go to the road to try and get some service to get a hold of somebody, right? I just figured we'd go find somebody, wave them down, to have yeah. pull us out. So, anyways, we're walking down the dirt road. Um, they're like, you idiots, why do you have a Civic down here? <laughs> <Yeah>. For real. <laughs> well, <laughs> let me tell you, the dude that we found we're walking down this dirt road, and he comes in his Jeep, he doesn't give two flocks, dude. This dude was, <laughs> well, he, he, he was, probably was a little, little he higher than normal. He was stoned out of his mind. <laughs> oh, yeah. So he just like, oh, yeah, I'll help you dudes out. So we, Him uh, and his girlfriend. Yeah. Hotboxing. Hotboxing yeah, out in something. the desert. So they follow us back, and uh, anyways, I mean, bada boom, bada bang, they hook us up, pull us out, and uh, Brain's like, oh, thank you so much. We don't really have anything to offer you. I, we have root beer. Dude's like, I'll take a root beer, man. <laughs> he just thought that was the coolest thing ever, man. Bro, he was so, high. That's the yeah. sign of high. He was he, he loved high it, as a kite. I don't know if he just if he just heard the last part, if he just heard beer <laughs> or what, but this dude was happy. So he got himself a root beer and he Two you root know, beers actually. Two root beers for one for him and his girl. And uh, they got out of there. Well, no, two for each of them. We gave him four. Oh, one free hand, huh? <laughs> so they can double fist. There, there you go. <laughs> they can double fist and not hold anything else. There you go. Good, a good call. Uh, anyway, so we we got out of there and we got home, and uh, it's pretty funny. The rest of the night, uh, the re- I think all of us fell asleep except for me and Braden. So we're just like, we weren't really talking much, but <laughs> we were we were talking with our eyes. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds really weird, but you know, we're just kind of like, yeah, like. Yeah, it's a good night. Yeah, it's good. You know? <laughs> Two AM. Yeah. We're uh We're just giving each other the nod, you know. How did the the parents react when you dropped them off? Were they still awake? Because that's pretty late. Two o'clock's pretty late for It was like, pretty late. Seventeen. I got a firm handshake eight. the next day. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> the next day. So, uh, the next it was at church the next that's day. A crack up. Was and, it Delaney uh, or who was it? No, it was Caitlin. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I get a, a firm handshake. From Caitlin's dad, and he goes, "Quotes stuck in the sand, huh?" <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Taylor has the along with another. Taylor has a great desert date story. One of my favorite. I think I told that on the last you did. one. Did uh, I? I did. Suffice it that to say, good. first date. We're dumber than a bag of hammers. All of us. <laughs> I haven't done it. Great yet. date. It was a good time. It was a good memory. And are you uh, talking about where? We were out there, and the guy, the the dad. girl's dad, kept calling. He's on his way out with his was gun. On his way out yeah. to come kill you. Oh, yeah. freak! Yeah, that's a little scary. Was he a scary dude? No, nice guy, dude. He's a Navy fighter pilot, actually. Wow, cool guy. He had a sick mustache too. <laughs> Ron Swanson material. Yeah. Wow. Gray. It's like Sam Elliott material. Here you go. Yeah. Hey. So. Oh, I was just gonna say. By the way, and then another. 
real quick thing about uh, about Braden is after the mission we had psychology together, and uh, we just we would we'd have some good we'd have some good talks that first semester, and we hit. Am I right? Yeah, that's that's, that's pretty message. good. We're just looking up Sam Elliott. He's got a killer mustache. Um, anyways, had some killer talks over wings, and had some good memories. Well, we'd always go to like Chili's after, or ch- Chili's or Native New Yorker. Test. Yeah, it was it was Chili's, and then we went to Native a couple times. So, anyways, yeah. that first semester was really. So, me cool. and Hunter really bonded. That's where we really bonded, dude. So, Wang Wednesday. Mm. It's died. It died shortly after you left. What? I mean, I kept it going for a little bit. Did we change it to Barrels before you left? Yeah, we hit Barrels a couple times. Yeah, that's yes, what Fat that's Willies. What we kind of got. We had already tried all the flavors of Fat Willies, basically. Yeah, plus that girl. <laughs> Shouts out. The, the boys are here. <laughs> she said that a couple weeks ago to Braden and I. Yeah. That's funny, dude. She remembers. Wait, what's this. your story? About what? Oh, is that it? Just no. That was that was about it. I, yeah. And I won't go too much into it because you know. We oh, talked about some good, some good subjects. Just good, good bonding. Yeah, it was just good bonding. That's all. That's all. From my understanding, that's kind of where the boys kind of started. Because like they I'd were agree. always together, and then that's when you guys really got tight. That's where me and Brayden really got tight, and, and then, then it just solidified everything. Taylor did. And then obviously, I moved my butt up here, and I have to. Like, I don't have any other option. And it's been great. Yeah, yeah. Stories about Taylor. Why? Because you're... I ain't dying. Neither <laughs> am I. Practically. That's where people go to die. It's Utah. It's a terrible place. <laughs> I gotta think of a favorite Taylor story now. No, you don't. I remember in high school, we started a hashtag on Twitter called Hashtag Taylor Trends. Just things that Taylor would do. Really? Do you still have that? Do you not know about this? I vaguely remember it. Let's just search search Taylor Trends and see what we get. On the Twitter? I gotta log in. I haven't been on Twitter in so long. (laughs) Taylor Trends. You getting anything? Cleaning instead of partying? What? When did (laughs) I do that? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I'll just look at Brayden's old tweets. Dude, that is an old picture. What the heck? That's a good picture. Actually, what? Picture. My old tweets are a little rough. Lulz, trying to offload my junk onto my friend's <laughs> nice last resort, Brayden. <laughs> yeah, can we not go through my old tweets? Please? That's ruthless. <laughs> yeah, that's what we need to do. <laughs> that's like that's like a bleep that out on this. Like, no one needs to hear that. <laughs> what are you thinking, you perv? Oh, here's Hunter's Twitter. <laughs> no, please, no. <laughs> oh, gosh. I Just all retweets about Tate. Um, oh, and then he says goodbye. And then under some pictures. Yeah, I don't really have anything solid on there. From Tweets from Tomas. I'll probably have to delete my Twitter, honestly. I probably should too. There's probably some. I should delete his mutual. I don't have mutual, <laughs> dude. It's been like two months. <laughs> yeah, that was a mistake from the beginning. Oh my goodness. What? Here's the thing: is I was. Dude, everybody's was gonna high school th- tweets. 
It was going to get deleted, but the thing that kept it was I matched with that one girl. Do you remember that? Which girl? The one that we spent the next 30 minutes trying to formulate oh, a good And Dixon screwed the Dude, pooch. there yeah. are some great pictures on here, my man. She's on her mission now, by the way. Good on her. Yeah. Where is she? I couldn't tell you. I don't remember. Good on you. I just remember she left. Man, Twitter back in the day. What a mistake. Braden had some solid tweets. That could be Braden like says a, he licked like your, a f- you licked the Berlin Wall. Yeah, I licked the Berlin Wall, dude. Did someone have a piece of it? Why did you go to Berlin? Yeah, what? yeah. It's uh, there's a big piece of it at Westminster College in Fulton, Missouri. So you decided to lick it. June tenth, two thousand fifteen. Braden says I could go for a nice foot massage about now. It's true. Started from the bottom. Now we here. Oh, dude, you remember this when he made the. Yeah, I still have that. Oh, yeah, dude. We made the what? Let's see this. The key to the city, basically, where you just bash down anybody's door. <laughs> Braden made a battering ram. Yeah, that's what it is. This is... If we're just going to scroll through my old tweets, we ought to end this podcast now. Because that means we've pretty hit, 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 <laughs> we, we hit a little... Things I'd rather low. be doing instead of these FRQs. Skinning myself and rolling around in salt. <laughs> sleeping... Bathing in bleach and pneumonia. Wow. <laughs> I do like this picture, though, with the the skeet shooting. Yeah. If this doesn't excite you, there's probably something not quite right cognitively. <laughs> <laughs> Braden did not hold back in high school. He, uh, he still doesn't. Oh, he's still I mean, in. he still doesn't, but. Here we go. There's a little bit more. Can always count now. on the government to rape a good paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if that ain't true. <laughs> I'm glad we found this. We we back in business. Uh, don't ask me what that was about, because I don't know. What's the date? March 6, oh, 2015. Taylor Trends. Turning off my Dave Matthews band. You're not offended, Dave Matthews. Um, cleaning instead of partying. What? Karen had even started the Taylor Trends? I don't even remember Sass this. and sarcasm. Wait, is this a hashtag? Guess I so. guess so. Wow. Karen McCleave, Brayden Watson. Who else we got on this? That's it. <laughs> Check out this picture. Oh, dude, look at that red little sucker. Oh, dang. Dude, that was the same day we did the... Uh, remember when they had the ALS Ice Challenge? This one? Oh, yep. <laughs> yep, that's the one. You mean the Tetanus Awareness Challenge? <laughs> yeah, basically, dude. <laughs> oh, man. Happy like, Valentine's Day, says Brain. I bought a vending machine to celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, you need to get back on the Twitter, dude. <laughs> I can so get Trump wants, for his money. Yeah, thanks, straight. <laughs> Another one was so who wants to go the grocery shop who wants to go grocery shopping with me? Well really just go buy a bunch of soda with me. Dude, you remember I remember this is way back in the day. This is Middle of summer, like junior high maybe, elementary school summers. Jump in my pool, in your boxers, throw back on your clothes, dry clothes, on your wet boxers, and walk down to Bash's, buy yourself a donut, 75 cents, and a vending machine soda for 35 cents. Man, that sounds miserable. It was great. Yo, that's what we did every all other day. All the time. We'd, every summer, we'd sit around all day and be like, what are we going to do today? I don't know. What do you want to do? And then I'd be like... We can go to Bash's. All right. 
<laughs> then we go get a donut or, and we, or we go get like a two liter and a bunch of straws from the deli and I'll just sip out of a two liter. <laughs> and Taylor wanted to throw my, away my ghetto blaster. Good thing I stopped him. What was your ghetto blaster? That's my old stereo. Oh, it was I thought I was talking about like one of your like clone guns or something from when you were a kid. That's Yo, funny. Found your dad's Twitter. My dad had some quality content. On his it did. The ultimate failure is the failure to try. I'm sure your dad's Twitter was like inspiring stuff. It's pretty much just repost of his blog. That's exactly what the tweet said. <laughs> <laughs> you still have your Twitter? I've never had a Twitter. Oh, hey, get on you. Thanks. Oh, this this quality tweet. Let me tell tweet. you, though, that was the thing in high school. Yeah, Taylor tried to get me Remember on that back quality in the day. tweet. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Uh, this one about... <laughs> I love this quote. This is things my family members put on social media. Remember, God loves you because no tree is too big for a short dog to lift his leg on. <laughs> that was uh, Grandpa Rollo. Sounds like Grandpa Herb. This one was, this is me talking about Taylor. Every time I hit Taylor from behind in racquetball, I just stop trying for a few volleys. So he serves, he keeps serving while I'm behind him and then he cools down. (laughs) Racquetball. Let it be known that I wore slippers to prom. Yeah. You yep. would those same slippers, <laughs> not the no, Levi ones. No, no, oh. they were black. They were bra- black ones. I, I wore them to church for like six months. Here's the thing: when I next see you in like, I don't know, a year, two years, two months. Okay, two months. No, I'm I'm talking about like down the road when like you kind of forget about us and then you come back <laughs> and I still I want to see you in those slippers, dude. <laughs> I don't. Don't do it, dude. Don't <laughs> do it, bro. Such a crazy. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I need to delete my Twitter. Yeah, you probably like, should. Hey, you probably don't ever want to run for public office. Can we get off my Twitter? Yeah. Anybody else got any stories? Nick's anything? This podcast Taylor? has been atrocious. Brayden, hey, what's your what's your favorite breeze. boy story? Of us? Just hey, quick. dude, there's a picture of Jack. The rabbit. Oh yeah, we you slayed that. We're sucker. just talking about that rabbit. Look at you. Look Put at you, cute little guy. the freaking laser beam through his neck, dude. You no got blood. a freaking uh, fanny pack on? What is that? That's a dump pack. Oh, that is. Idiot. Yeah, that is. Hey, Brayden does rock the fanny pack, though. When we go disc golfing. Brain's wearing his fanny pack. Oh, that's a Don't can we put, that's can a we belt. Put that picture like with the pack on, the on it. What's the thing? difference? There's no pack on he's that. He's wearing it's like his for uh, bottles and cans. <laughs> it's a fanny pack, you lying and you asked ask Sydney to homecoming. Dude, oh yeah, bring him back some mems. What a day! What's what? your favorite boy story, dude? Just um, being with the boys. Let's see. You know what I was thinking about earlier that I really, really enjoy thinking about is when Dixon thought he could cut down a tree with my splitter. <laughs> okay, Because no, he did not understand the difference between I'm a splitter and an axe. But don't show <laughs> It's out there. We'll go ahead. This is like another one of Dixon's bets that he lost. <laughs> I bring we the, can talk about this on a Dixon podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Dixon. Man. Yeah, well, you already started. Go for it. Well, he, he, apparently, I didn't even realize this because I'm so insensitive, but uh, Dixon was apparently really irritated on that camping trip because we were just ripping no, him so bad. Kid yourself. No. We were That was a bad camp out. It was bad. Dude. That was a bad camp. I feel out. bad for you. I had a great time. That was, no, that was you did. Don't bullcrap yourself. <laughs> I had a great time. That was a terrible camp out. 
Why? Because we didn't have Taylor you. left, and Taylor's a good ringleader, and Taylor can like keep Brayden in check, but no one else can really keep Brayden in <laughs> no. check and roast Brayden no. enough. But only Taylor can. So when Taylor leaves, Tate came in. Tate's real quiet. That's Hunter's little brother, and so like just us four, and it started off real good. When Brayden and I were in the car together, it was great. But right as we got out of the car and the camp started, it was like. I don't know, man. Yeah. It it's because I was dadding all you guys. Didn't know how to camp. <laughs> Anyways. Dude, speaking of dadding, quick story. Um, Brother Hatch, do you remember when we were all sewing or uh, sewing or whatever you want to call it? Knitting? <laughs> knitting. And uh, you were you were getting on us for something and getting after us. And uh, you remember when Brother Hatch was like, he said, uh, what are you guys all going to do when dad leaves? <laughs> <laughs> We just brought that up at the dinner table today. We I, didn't, up, I didn't even remember that. Yeah. Anyways. So, yeah, Braden's right. I didn't know the difference between an axe and a splitter. And that camp out was, like, really atrocious. And um, that's Braden's words, by the way. And uh, My words? No, not your words. That's your word, atrocious. You say that a lot. Oh, Anyways, okay. so I'm making my stupid bet again with him. And sure enough, I lose. It's a splitter. It's not an axe. And I'm like, I can take down a tree with this. You kidding me? So I started going after this little tree. Well, sure enough, all of four inches. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, it didn't work. And uh, I had this blood blister on my hand for a month. Yeah. I think it was a month and a half. A and it's just like worse than like losing the bet was that I had this mark that I lost the <laughs> to bet. You. <laughs> yeah, it sucked. That's pretty good. Hmm. So is that all you got? For a boy story. Well, I'm thinking now. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. No, it was a good time though when we all went on that dive trip. In August. That was, that a, was good a real time. good time. Mm. And then, still, I think I wonder if I still. I haven't even looked, but if the fish is still down in my freezer, it is. Is it really? Yeah, I'm sure. Huh. Nice. And then, for anybody who didn't know, the same boat we were on. Oh yeah, what the heck. Two weeks after we that was freaking are crazy. off of it, two weeks after, the boat burns down and the 34 passengers die. In the middle of the ocean. The exact same boat. Same, same crew, same too. Crew. Same guess same guess, crew. guess who survived? The crew. The crew. Ex- well, one well, one crew that. member died. Well, because he was sleeping, he was sleeping below below deck. Down, down. I think it was below a she. Deck. It was a girl. It was the one girl. No, I don't think it was a girl. I don't think it was. It was one of the. I think it was the, the cook, the other guy that was cooking. I thought it was his daughter. Mm. Uh, I think I don't think the crew was the exact same, but the captain and the well, because I remember the the time I went before this past time, so two times ago, we had the same cook and his daughter, mm. and you had different decades. Uh, the same though. captain too, but different, different decades. Yeah, different. I think the decades. Captain Jerry. Yeah. But I mean, what the heck? Just sad. Great crew, I'm sure. Yeah, never happens, and it right close to happening to us. Yep. R.I.P. The conception. I was gonna say that one of my favorite things about Taylor is that he's taking a lot of time out in his life and money to come like visit me in Utah and do some cool things. And so uh, that was one of the big components. Me going on the dive trip was like Taylor's put a lot for me. Like let's go on this dive trip, make some fun of it. Yeah, that was a great time. Well, it was just Appreciate great how that. that fell together well, like me. very last minute. Oh, for perfect. Me to go. Thanks, Mike. That was cool. That was a good <laughs> Thank time. you, Mike's lack of foresight, planning ability, <laughs> and initiative. 
I no, a lot of people had pulled out. They had reserved their their spot and then just decided last minute. Yeah, I don't want to go on the scuba diving trip. Oh, Mike just told me he didn't do a good job at filling spots. Well, could be they should too. have still paid forward, honestly. Oh, yeah. well, they well, yeah, they obviously rule. should have. I think, I think there just wasn't the enforcement of that rule. Right. Hey, turned out good for us. Yep. Peep the vid on YouTube. Yeah. Cool video. And the fact that like me and Hunter got work off. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh yeah. <laughs> it was a little bit of a, a rough morning, but <laughs> yeah, made to work. Yeah, that was a miracle. Wait, what do you what do you mean? I'm confused. Oh, we just because I had to go to Sedona that day. Yeah, I was. I it was just all last minute. So, like get, he, court just giving two guys. Was it Thursday, Friday off? Thursday, the day Friday, and then a half day on Wednesday. So, like I woke up at like one thirty a.m. and it was like the day before when we asked him. So I mean, pulled a lot of strings for us to go. So bless yeah. his heart. Hmm. Anyway, good time though, dude. Mm. You're not worried about anything when you're out.
Well, we did not anticipate that happening. In the middle of recording, we lost power to the recorder, and it just kind of cut off, and we weren't really sure how that happened. Anyways, we got the problem all fixed. Um, however, we're not all together anymore. Brayden has moved to Utah. I am back in Texas. So we're all kind of in our separate directions. Maybe later down the road, we will all kind of call in, do a Skype um, video call, and... Uh, I don't know. Shoot the breeze some more. Anyways, we are really excited to show you what is coming up next here. This is a audio recording we did quite a while ago, probably like a year or so ago, and uh, we weren't too happy. Uh, we were a little bit nervous about releasing it, given that uh, there were some names of places and people that were mentioned that we didn't maybe want to share at that particular moment. However, we have now censored those names. And uh, anyway, so this is a phone call that was inspired by some guy we found on the internet, I think, who basically just does prank calls to people under some alias, Roy D. Mercer. And so we decided, hey, we'll give that a shot, see what that's all about. And so we call up our buddy, Chicken Nuts. Um, this was Dixon and I. We called Hunter and uh, gave him a run for his money. This was right when Dixon had moved to Arizona, so Hunter wasn't too familiar with Dixon's voice. Plus, he put on this really weird accent um, and just give. He just. We just messed with him. Um, be aware, though, there is some swearing. So, I don't know. Do whatever you like to do with that. Here it is. Hello, this is Hunter. Is this Hunter Brown? Yeah, who's this? My name is Mark Wilson. I'm right here from... Park West down North Ave. You know the one? Wait, no. I don't know who this is. I'm Mark Wilson. I'm from... You deliver salt for me. Oh, Mark Wilson. Yes, sir. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. You're supervised here with court... Yes, sir. Yeah, that's what I thought. Well, sure as hell. You've been delivering salt for here quite a while now, right? Yes, sir. That's what I thought. Well, I'm talking court... And I had a bit of problem with him, so he said to go ahead uh -oh. and call you because you don't want to deliver me salt. Uh oh. Yeah. That's not good. I was right. So, so remind me. Okay. Remind me where you're at, what location you're at. I'm North Ambachwet. Doesn't matter what happened. You should know what happened in my damn restaurant. Okay. What exactly happened? Well, I have here a Tex Mex out. And you're salt. I have a Tex-Mex salad, and your damn you, salt, food poison, okay. few of my customers, and no, that ain't uh -oh. right. They had to go to the no. hospital, and they're asking for a few hundred bucks for me. I talked to him, and he said, call you, because you delivered a damn salt. Huh. Uh, where? Remind me what restaurant you're at? I'm at the At the where? The T-H-E. 
Oh, the K. The K. Yes. Park West. Mount Hunter Valley. Oh, uh, yeah, the K. From there on Northern, right? That's the one, sure as shit. Interesting. So the salt. There's a few ways we can solve this, Hunter Bear. Look. Now, Court Walker told me that I could have you pay for this. If not, I'm going to have come whoop your ass. Okay. How do you uh, feel? Are you? I I don't know. I mean, I don't want I don't want any trouble. I'm not looking for that. Oh, you're kind of a peaceful um, guy, aren't you? Yes, sir. I'll take I, a damn piece right out of you. Well, listen, I I'll be I on do, you like gun bag braces. Listen, all I do is I fill the salt tank with salt and I test the water. I literally have nothing to do with the softener system or anything like that. Well, today you've so, been claiming, so you're a back down kind of guy now, aren't you? Better not be okay, back now while I'm whooping your eyes. Okay. Well, listen, I, I, that's all I do. I'm no technician, so I have nothing to do with the softener. So, I mean. So what do you want just, to do about my damn cosmos? I mean, I don't know. What do you, what do you want me to do? Well, I'll tell you what. You got to Am I going? Am I working tomorrow? Is are that you working your ass and next tomorrow? Yes, sir. I'll be back there waiting for your ass. I'm gonna give you ass whooping. Yeah, that's yeah. You're gonna come to and you're gonna whoop my ass. Is that what you're saying? Told me to call you. You're not paying my customers. They're sad. They're in hospital. I gotta pay their damn bills. Okay. Well, come on over, dude. You whoop my ass. I'm gonna sure shit have to. Okay. Alright. I mean, all, honestly, like, I have nothing to do with that. You I don't know, know how Hunter the Bear, salt is know. poisoning your customers. I don't know. I don't either. understand that. Neither do I, but there's got to be a solution. And there's only two things I came to conclusion with. A third one is, you know, I have a friend here, Terry Seashrum, thought we'd just make a funny podcast out of this. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is freaking Dixon, isn't it? <laughs> What the hell? What are you doing? Freaking scared the piss out of me. Hey, listen here. This can be a great podcast. I love it. Dude, this is not going on any podcast. It sure is, my friend. This could be great. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Mark Wilson over at the. How the freak. What the? Oh, we planned this out, Hunter Brown. We, ha- oh we planned this out. Gosh. We talked to people. We lined up your supervisor. Oh, he doesn't know anything about this, so don't mention it to him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, of course, you're going to find out. He's going to be listening to podcasts one of these mornings. Be like, oh, my gosh. Seriously, do not put this on any podcast. I don't want people knowing I got a potty mouth. <laughs> what the heck? Oh, dude, this is going to be great. You Appreciate hear- your oh, participation. My. Did you hear a snickering in the background? Uh, I heard a little something but i didn't know i thought it was just you breathing heavy we're the you're huh. the first you're the first convict or uh, not convicts uh victim. victim you're doing this for a podcast of course we are sure as shit <laughs> okay well if you're gonna put this on something do not put my name in it because i'm not claiming this oh, oh my gosh <laughs> holy freak you guys scared the crap out of me Oh, gosh. All righty, dude. Well, did we wake you up? Uh, Kind of, yes. Yeah, you didn't answer the first time. I knew you was going to bed early. 
Yeah, I was just laying down to go to bed, and I get a call from a random number, so I'm like, oh, screw that. I don't know who that is. <laughs> Mr. Mark Wilson. <laughs> Alrighty, oh, dude. my gosh. You have a good night. You have a great What's that? night. Sleep well. Okay. <laughs> and uh, we'll be seeing you and Mark Wilson in the morning. <laughs> okay. Bye. All right, see ya.